Hello, and welcome to Getting It Done, a podcast about music, education, and life lessons. I'm your host, Tim Rausenberger, and today is Wednesday, February 14th, 2018. This is episode 238, Community Band Reflections and Considerations. Well, let's start off by saying Happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. I can't think of any better day to share the love than by sharing music with the community. After all, that truly is what a community band is all about. I was only 22 years old when I had my first ambitions of directing a community band. And by age 23, those dreams came to fruition. By the time I was 25, I was the director of two community bands. And looking back on the experience, there are so many things that I did right that I know I was doing the way it should be done. There are some things I could have done better and there are some things I certainly would change today. So let's first start off with the things that need needed to be changed. Things that I feel that in many ways I just, how else can you say it? I flopped on them. I, I really didn't do a great job because I think a lot of people tune into podcasts and educational means, whatever it is, however you're going to get it through social media or articles or whatever, we tune in because we want to improve. So I think I'm going to start off with that today. So let's talk about the things that I did wrong, the things that could have been better. For starters, when you are that young in charge of an organization, it could be very daunting. I was never of a mindset that I had a 52-year-old, for instance, playing second clarinet in my group. I was never worried about how I was being judged, positive or negative. I wasn't really concerned too much about anyone who was older than me in the group. The only thing that mattered to me was if they were doing the same things that I wanted to do, which is just make music and have a great time. Here's one th- what I did not understand, I didn't realize, and I don't know if I would have known this or have been able to have, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, mastered this skill until 
I got older until I gained experience. And even without a family of my own, <clears throat> excuse me, and being single without children, I can tell you that I did not understand. There were people who played in my community groups who were there for fun. <clears throat> As one of my members once told me, he pulled me off to the side and he said, Tim, <clears throat> I just want to level with you. This is my bowling night. This is my night out. This is my opportunity to just get away from everything, to get away from my family, to just enjoy myself. And I think there are other people here that feel the same way. Now, I can't say that it completely changed me, but looking back on it now, I think that that's something I really could have done better. I think if I were to redo things, I probably would have a situation where perhaps those members would be able to bring their families, would be able to bring significant others, would be able to bring one of their kids to rehearsal. I think even going so far as knowing that someone in the group had to lay out money or be, and I hate to say it this way, but you are making things a little bit of an inconvenience on them because they have to find childcare. And how about this as maybe a concept? Maybe there are groups that have done this before. Maybe nobody's ever done it before. How about this? Set up a situation in which you're able to have the children cared for by someone. It might be a, a person. It might be a, a group of really wonderful people in the group who might be willing to watch the children. I mean, I even play in a band right now. It's not a community band, but I play in a band right now where the kids in the band, the, almost everybody in the band is a parent, and the kids in the band are watched by others while we rehearse. It's not a crazy idea. But I think it's important for any director to acknowledge that you're going to be rehearsing when they have other things going on. If you are rehearsing a community band during the course of the week, a lot of your members are teachers. They're music professionals. They might be both. And or they just simply have nine to five type, type jobs. You might have lawyers, might have doctors. It, you need to spend time and it needs to be heartfelt. You need to spend time saying to those people how very much you appreciate them. And you need to tailor your speech in such a way where you know it's going to hit home, where you know that if they're having any doubts about continuing, not because they're having a miserable experience, but because of all of their commitments outside of the group, that, that, that 
they hear that type of speech and they say, that's a good person up there. I want to continue to be here. That's a good human being who does appreciate me, who does care about me, who values me more as an individual than the instrument that I play, the expertise and the musicianship that I bring to the ensemble. I think that's really important. And I think a lot of people uh, miss that. I know it's something that... I know I always thank the group, but I don't think I ever thanked them the way that I would now with being so, so appreciative, with being able to say things like I do understand as a teacher of X number of years now that it's it's really difficult being a parent and, and things of that nature, even though I'm not a parent myself. So I think that that's one big thing that... Anybody who directs community groups, I think that you can learn from that and take that information with you into rehearsals, be armed with it at all times and never forget, never forget it's a community group. And this is my next thing. It's a community group. And the thing that I sometimes lost focus of was... They're not being paid. These people aren't getting a dime to play. They're doing this for the love of doing it. Everybody has their reason for being there. I mean, heck, I've given the same type of speech to kids in marching band before. They, everybody has their own reason why they joined marching band. It's different for everyone. Well, it's the same thing with a community band. They have different reasons. So you have to keep that in mind at all times. What's the purpose that someone's there? And if you don't know, ask them. Take a few minutes out of rehearsal. And, and people always say, we have so much we got to get done. You know what? You always have five minutes. That's what I, my, card, my cardinal rule always, golden rule. Five minutes. You got five minutes where you can just schmooze or it's coming out of a break and you just talk for a little while or you talk to the members beforehand. This is how you do it. This is how they will love you that much more for being the leader of the group that they decided they were going to play with on their own free time. And the third thing I'm going to add for today, which I know was definitely an issue for me, and I apologize. I, I can't, there's nothing more that I can do. I apologize to a point because it was never my intent. But I, I think that when I was that young, I sometimes came off as a know-it-all. Now listen, <laughs> here I am in my mid-40s. I don't know it all now either, but I know a heck of a lot more now than I did 20 years ago. And I think at some point during these rehearsals, I sometimes could be a little standoff-ish, uh, a little bit, a little bit on the arrogant side, I think. But not in a mean way, not in, not in a, I don't think I did things ever in a condescending way. And if I did, I hope that uh, people will forgive me for that. Um, 
but I definitely did go in with a very clear-cut plan. And I, with all of my groups, I always believe... I don't care what what age, what uh, ability level. I think you need to go in expecting, or going in with very, very high expectations. You expect the most. You expect the best. Their very best at all times. And that might be asking for a little bit much with certain ensembles, a community band being one of them. But if the music's not unreasonable, there shouldn't be an issue. And I, I would like to believe that the people who played with me appreciated the fact that I gave them a challenge. I posed, uh, I, I always gave them literature that was demanding, but I think there were times in which I, I probably, my delivery could have been just a little better. It could have been a little more tactful and, uh, Perhaps I was maybe a little too ambitious with some of the the music that I programmed. And for that, I apologize. Um, now, the things that I could have done maybe maybe a little bit better. Uh, I, I certainly... And I, I, you know, a little... A little some, some little tweaks. I think the one thing that really stands out was the literature. My initial years of being a a community band director, I, I, I how can I really say it other than I think I was being too selfish. You know, I like for instance, I was, and I absolutely love, 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 love the tune uh, "Polka and Fugue" uh, from Schwanda the Bagpiper by Yaramir Weinberger. Now, that's a, that's a terrific piece of music. That's hard. That is very, very difficult. And I knew how, how it needed to sound, and I knew all the parts inside out. Here's the problem. Even though <clears throat> I did have the horses to pull it off, and I had those th- those really special musicians in my initial years, I was very, very blessed. I think that there were some people that even though they were able to play that music, we had such a short time frame to rehearse that music that they were probably a little bit stressed and I stretched things a little bit and it was unnecessary. Completely and totally unnecessary for me to be picking music that it wasn't that they couldn't play it and it wasn't that it sounded terrible at the concert they did a really nice job and I'm not saying that in in any type of way to make it sound good they really did a, a great job but I think they had to work probably a little bit harder than they would have liked to and I, again, it goes back to that inexperience. It was, I think, part of me was saying, well, you know, I've just came out of college and I had similar players that could do this in college. So now I'm on the other end and I'm on the podium and I know how this piece of music goes and I know that we can pull this off. And what I didn't realize was probably the amount of time these people had to work outside of the community bands. I think that, that, Something I could have done a little bit better 
was uh, understanding that there are some people that simply, they, they weren't going to have much time to practice at all. Some people can't practice outside of the group. And uh, I remember there were times in which I would say to people, you need to practice, you need to take this home. Uh, and I, I think that it was me just wanting the product to be excellent. And I give them a lot of credit because they always came through. I can't even think of one situation in any concert where we potentially, <clears throat> excuse me, something in my throat today, uh, where we potentially were going to embarrass ourselves. We didn't have anything like that, but it was something that was definitely, um, I think it was something looking back that I, I probably could have done uh, a little bit better. Uh, in terms of things that I know I did well was uh, I communicated very frequently with everyone. I did ask the feedback from people on different types of things. I think more so than a lot of people realize. I had two amazing managers with one of my groups, and then the other group, I had a kind of a manager that rotated. But my managers were amazing, and I was never, ever, ever afraid to ask them their opinions. I always got feedback, and I, I would have some of them say, Tim, you're nuts. We, we can't do this. We can't do this. You need to cut this piece out of the program. This is too hard. They're not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying myself. And they were very blunt with me. <clears throat> I think it's really important if you're going to run a community group, you've got to have a support group. You need to have that that group of people or that at least one person. You want more than one person. You want people you can check in with and be able to say to them, listen, what do you think? What do you really think about what's going on here? And hopefully they're going to give you honest feedback. They're going to tell you what they're really feeling and not worrying about hurting your feelings. Now, <clears throat> it did take a solid two years to truly get everything out. By the beginning of my third year with the first group, I had those, uh, I guess they call it a come to Jesus type of moments where I actually had uh, my entire band committee uh, we sat down together and I said, be unfiltered. I want you to tell me exactly what's going on. You need to do that. That changed my life. That particular moment, I remember exactly where I was, when it was, and I remember everything that those people said. A lot of them were former teachers uh, because the band I was running was in my hometown and they cared. They were, they were so wonderful. I was not a teacher in the district, but I was a full, I was just a, an alumnus and I was proud <clears throat> to conduct the first ever real band. They had one that was very, very small affair many, many, many years ago, but this was an endeavor that everyone was behind and they wanted it to be successful, but I think they kind of got the sense that, well, it was a little bit unapproachable and that changed everything. And, and I did initiate that. I, I, I asked for it and I got it. And, uh, and it was good, 
honest, tough love. And I think we need that from time to time. That's how we grow. Uh, and that was certainly one of my, my very biggest steps I ever took in the education process after graduating from college. Uh, things that I also know that I, that I did well, uh, my programming, I, I, I've always been very proud of my programming. And the reason why I know that the programming, uh, was, was solid was, uh, due largely in part to my managers. I have to give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, what they did, one of my managers had access to, uh, programs from a successful community band in the area. And he was able to access those programs and he showed me the format. And that's something I'm going to get into in a, a separate podcast episode. I had someone who reached out to me recently and asked me about uh, ways to program music for the, the community band. And quite honestly, this system just works. It is, it has always worked from the very first concert that I did. Uh, my only problem was when I, the pieces that you have in the program, those two or three that are really ambitious. <laughs> I was, I was sometimes grade five, grade six ambitious with the community group. And I think it ticked some people off, uh, not the audience, but I think certainly the, uh, uh, the 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 uh, the band members. Uh, I think something that a lot of people forget that I was always 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 keenly aware of is to program music with your community band that's going to appeal to the musicians, that's going to appeal to you as the person directing it, and most importantly, your audience. After all, you're getting support from somewhere. Somebody's hopefully sponsoring you or picking up some type of expense for you. And that person's probably going to be out there and they're going to be listening. Or you might be getting some types of, of donations or maybe you do have ticket sales. Your, your audience is important. And I've actually heard people, seen people before say, I don't care about them. That is the wrong attitude. Absolutely not. You can never, as a community band director, have the attitude that the audience doesn't matter. That is ridiculous. That takes away the whole thing. You may as well just call yourself a professional band then or something, but you're no longer a community group. The whole idea of the community group is playing for the community. The whole concept of community bands came about at the turn of the 20th century, when when towns all over the, the United States, all over the world, they had their, their own bands that played in the town. And there's still many of those bands, you know, they're, they're alive and they're kicking today. And... Uh, and it's 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 fantastic and it's wonderful. It's such a great thing, and and sadly the community groups have the supports waned in the over the years, and it's 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 too bad because a community band is special. There's something very uh, unique about that particular experience. It's old school. It's live. It's not something that needs to be amplified. Uh, it, it, you have the ability to be able to, to, to play so many different styles of music. I mean, just the concept of playing, uh, the, the Bennett arrangement of, of carousel 
That's wonderful. And 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 are people going to be exposed to the music of 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 famous Broadway musicals if not for something like the community bands? Doesn't happen much anymore. It keeps Sousa marches, you know, moving along. Everything doesn't always have to be about Stars and Stripes forever. Of course it's a great march. Of course you want to program that throughout your season. Of course your audience is going to appreciate it. But my goodness, there's so many other great marches out there. And, uh, you know, one of my, my programming things that I've done over the years is I almost always open with a march. I always close with a march. Those marches are almost always American in nature. And 98% of the time are either Carl King or John Philip Sousa marches. But if I do a march in the middle, it might be one of those. But sometimes I may pick something that might be a European style march in the middle of the concert, just to change things up a little bit. These are things that uh, I've been doing since the very beginning, and uh, I really wouldn't change much. I'm so, uh, I'm proud of myself that I was that young, and I, I had the wherewithal to ask the opinions of others, to get the feedback from others, to trust others in knowing what was going to be best for the band, best for the future of the organization, best for the people who were playing, for the people who were listening. And it made things a lot more sustainable. As the years went on, I just got more and more feedback from people. And it's funny. I had a student recently who is playing uh, Leroy Anderson's syncopated clock. He's actually playing it in his band in school. And I was so excited to hear that because directors don't program that piece. That's a great piece. Well, the syncopated clock was a staple of one of my community groups. It was a staple. We we played it in the middle of every single concert. And do you know the audience never got tired of it? And we'd loop it. And we and we would take certain sections and play them maybe five or six times, you know, as if you were playing pomp and circumstance at a, cer- a graduation ceremony. Just played it over and over and over. And why did we play it? Because th- people felt strongly about you know what, we want to donate to this group. And probably the best way to donate to the group is just literally like passing a passing a basket around. That's what we did. And we gave some maybe some treats to the kids or whatever too. But it was it was it was such a it was a wonderful time. And I didn't do it as long as I would have liked. I moved on to other ventures in my life, but I did it for quite a few years. And and the other group was uh, comparable. The, the, the first group was a summer group, but the second one was all year round. And I challenge you to try this program because it was one of the, the last programs I ever did. And it is one of my uh, crowning achievements, and it's one that I'm going to talk about in a separate podcast. Uh, but uh, I challenge you to to think uh, to consider doing this piece uh, if you have a community band that does play indoors. I did a uh, a concert which was an all pictures at an exhibition program. 
in which the the program was divided into two halves and the original piano rendition written by Modest Mazorsky was played by a professional pianist. The entire thing was played start to finish and then we had intermission and then the band played uh, the transcription and I'm forgetting who, which transcription it was, but it is uh, that one transcription that's out there that has all of the movements. And we did all of them. And it was a special evening. Very, very special for all of us. Uh, and that's a concert that I'll talk about at a later date. I hope that these reflections and these considerations when it comes to the community band will be helpful to you if you are a director, if you're someone who's perhaps on a board of trustees, someone who is a sponsor, a donor. Uh, these are things you might want to just pass along. And maybe if nothing else, the you know it'll just get you thinking about the importance of the community band. It's it's a, an amazing special special group of musicians, and I always have loved community bands that range in age from teenagers to senior citizens and people from all walks of life. I think it's been one of the most fascinating things, and when I think back as a player, being able to start. Uh, my community band career as a 13-year-old and playing first trumpet next to uh, someone who was a, a mentor and a colleague and a friend uh, for life uh, to this day. Uh, what, what a magical moment and what a special, special time uh, in my life that I was able to be a part of that uh, particular experience. So I hope you enjoy this. Keep those community bands going. Keep supporting them. Keep playing in them. And keep them going. We need more of them. We need community bands to keep the arts alive in the communities all across the world, but specifically in the United States of America.